Good morning, Rabotai. Good Erev Shabbat Parashat Bo. Today is He Shvat, which is the Hilula of Rabbi Meir Yisrael. Rabbi Meir Yisrael was a prominent Dayan in the city of Fez. He was the Rav of Rabbi Yedidia Monsonego. He's buried in the city of Fez. And he, um, he was known as, as a very pious Dayan uh, and a Marbitz Torah for years, beloved. Uh, and beloved to the community, Niftar and Tafshin Lamed Bet, which I believe 1972. And I thought to mention one halacha in the name of Rabbi Meir Israel that I heard recently, and it's a uh, it's very relevant. The halacha is that when a person eats a meal uh, of hamotzi, so contrary to popular belief, hamotzi only exempts foods that are eating, with, eaten generally as part of the meal or with the bread. It's a machloket between Rashi and Tosfot and Masechet Berachot. But uh, we follow Tosfot that any food that comes as a part of the meal, meat, potatoes, vegetables, one does not make a bracha on them because it's subservient to the bread. However, if somebody would give you a candy in the middle of the meal, you would make a shehakol. If somebody would give you uh, fruit even in middle of the meal, which is not part of the actual food, it's not like baked together with the food as eaten part of the food, then you would have to make a beracha of uh, of of that food. What happens with mizonot at the end of the meal? So mizonot at the end of the meal is a whole different discussion. The Shulchan Aruch in Siman Kuf Samechet writes that mizonot at the end of the meal requires a beracha. That's what the Shulchan Aruch writes, that it requires a biracha. And the reason why it requires a biracha is that it's, if it's coming as a dessert, it's not part of the meal. I only exempt with my hamotzi food that is coming as part of the meal. Now, why is it that many people don't make a mizonot at the end of the meal? The answer is, is because there are three opinions what's considered mizonot. Something that's crunchy, something that is sweet, or something that is filled with something sweet in it. So all of those three conditions make something a mizonot. If you're going to have one of those conditions, for example, if you're going to have cake, yeast cake, that is filled with something that's sweet inside. But according to one of the opinions, it's hamotzi. According to other opinions, mizonot. So when we make a brach of mizonot, we, uh, uh, we, we, we don't uh, assume that it's hamotzi. But if we're eating it in the middle of the meal, maybe according to one opinion it's hamotzi, and it was exempt with the motzi, because bread in the middle of the meal you would never make a bracha on. And therefore, many people don't make a bracha on any type of mizonot at the end of the meal. But that's a mistake. Because there are many mizonot that are definitely not part of the meal. For example, something that's fried, like bisli. One would always have to make mizonot at the end of the meal. Something like a uh, something like uh, um, <clears throat> a baklava that also has the three conditions: it's sweet, it's filled, and it's a little bit crispy. One would definitely have to make a mizonot or apple pie. One would have to make mizonot. It has all three conditions. Wafers, many people say, is included in this. The question is going to be: those things one would definitely have to make a mizonot. The question is going to be cakes. So according to, as we mentioned, according to some opinions, 
cakes could be hamotzi, so many people don't make a mizonot on it. I heard recently from uh, Rabbi Rafael Bernizri, who's a, a family of ours, and he's also, uh, he has zochet to learn under Rabbi Meir Israel that he would make mizonot always on cakes at the end of the meal. And that is consistent with the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. And not only that, although the commentaries on the side, like the Dagiun Mirvava and others, write not to make a mizonot, but they are talking, they are, they are one opinion. However, the Magen Giborim says that right now, if somebody has a mizonot at the end of the meal, he didn't have in mind that they should exempt him, he should make a birachav mizonot. Furthermore, it is said in the name of Ramosha Feinstein as well that all cakes and cookies nowadays are very sweet and definitely not part of the meal. And furthermore, we discussed in another place that all these three conditions agree with each other. So everybody agrees that they should be mizonot. And it would seem to be that is the logic of Rabbi Meir Israel why he, why he would make a mizonot at the end of the meal. And that is indeed, um, that is indeed the practice of, of some that they make mezonot at the end of the meal. And definitely one who makes a mezonot at the end of the meal is what to rely on. So definitely, bisli, uh, even some people say those filled, um, those, uh, those filled peanuts called kabakim or something. So bisli and the kabakim and, 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 and donuts that are fried as well. All of, oh, apple pie, wafers, that definitely one could make a mezonot on. If somebody has uh, something like cake, that's sponge cake, there's also a big reason to say mizunot because that's made out of something called a blilaraka, a thin porridge. Yeast cake is more of a question and it seems to be that there are opinions that even yeast cake, one would be able to make a bracha mizunot, but that already is a little bit more of a question. Yehi baruch of Rabbi Meir Yisrael, amen